with a hatchet in my sheet. Hold up, skinny ass Gary Paulson reading motherfucker from the bottom left corner of the standing set the corner. Ah. Red rubber, red rubber, goddamn. Send me over till you ever see me again. Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name's Thomas. I'm known as Steve in most parts of the country. And I'm Harvey Gladden. Yeah, welcome back, everyone. Uh, pardon my voice here. Coming over a, uh, a cold. Usually when I have a cold, I get sick for two days, and then I have, like, a week of just phlegm deposit. That's Gross. so nice to hear. Yeah. Just constant just production of mucus inside of my head. So uh, if you hear me coughing up a lung, uh, I'm okay. And I'll get over it by tomorrow. Yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about Aladdin. Um, the live action remake of the, the classic animated movie from Disney. And uh, directed by Guy Ritchie. Which is weird. Man, this is the shit he's been up to. <laughs> Guy Ritchie's just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I need money. I guess so, man. I guess he needs that Disney paycheck. That's crazy, man, that he... Uh I guess we talk about it during the review, but I didn't see his, his. We'll talk about it more in the review. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, we got um, we got a topic this week uh, related to Aladdin. We're going to be talking about. We're going to be discussing uh, what's going on in Hollywood with like the death of original content. It seems that uh, uh, it used to be like most things were original, and then like maybe there'd be like a, a remake of something. And your parents always just tell you, oh, I remember watching the original of this like 20 years ago. And you're like, right. yeah, whatever you say, mom. Yeah, but now it seems like it's it's the the more popular movies are the remakes. Like, people are living in this nostalgic fairy tale. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, other than that, um, let's just get into it. Steve, how was your uh, how was your week, man? It was pretty solid. I'll make this quick and easy. Uh, it was a really solid week. Uh, did a lot of work. Did a lot of... Uh, climbing i did a lot of uh exercising uh yeah we all did and it was it was uh quite a spiritual experience up in those mountains that i went up to i forgot the mountain was called but uh tom jones mountain oh wow that's a really lame name i was, I was <laughs> some cooler <laughs> uh i've also been uh playing a little bit of us uh, of that final fantasy got i got hooked on that shit you got the bug man i gave it to you yeah so i played a little bit of that so it was interesting i haven't played a a good video game in a, in, a, in a long while. I think it's been a few months. So it was nice to do the right game. Yeah, we'll start our new show. <laughs> Spin off. I can't do that. That'd be terrible. Uh, I don't think I play enough games to actually have a conversation about it. I mean, yeah. honestly, the, what it will just evolve to is like what Harvey had to endure when we went up to those mountains and we just talked about Final Fantasy the whole time <laughs> and how dynamic. A different, <laughs> how great it is. I don't know. Me putting my hand on your shoulder. Listen to my story. <laughs> God, that's so fucking lame. It's good stuff. Anyway, yeah, that was my week in a well, nutshell. It was, it was good times. Harvey, how was your week? I know we all were together on the uh, the mountain, but uh, before that, how was your week? Um, it was uh okay. I um went on a few interviews and uh, just uh, hanging out really. Uh, Exploring the city, that sort of thing. Um, you trying to catch up on places you haven't seen before? Um, I think so. I mean, More I think I've seen pretty much 
everything this city has to offer. Everything, goddamn. Well, not every single street, but uh, when you think about the 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 main attractions and, and sites and shit, really? I think I'm, I feel like I've seen none of them since moving here. Like, I haven't done any like observation decks. Like I haven't done m- many museums or anything. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I've I've done a lot. I, did, I actually did go to a museum as well. Uh, I went to MoMA PS1. That was my first time going there, and that was uh, it was a pretty nice experience. Um, they had this exhibition. Um, these uh, these uh, aborigines, the aborigines in Australia. There's I forget what their name, but they're a collective, and uh, they make a lot of short films and stuff about uh, Australia and um, a lot about uh, their culture and uh, how how white people have basically robbed them of their country and whoa, a lot whoa, of their whoa, culture. Whoa. We did not. I mean, you probably didn't specifically, but Australians. Australians no, no, did. I'm pretty sure Tom had a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played I played um, Risk. Yeah, but they had a lot of their a lot of their little short films and uh I think some were probably partial like dark documentaries and stuff and they're they're pretty cool, pretty interesting to watch. Um but yeah, other than that it was a pretty Pretty uh, low key week, I suppose. How about you? Uh, yeah, pretty low key as well. Um, just blazed through the week and uh, went camping with, with you guys and, and Tappy. Went on the mountain. Yeah, that's why we're recording on a Monday because we have it's Memorial Day too. So uh, we uh, we spent Saturday and Sunday on the mountain there. Uh, it was a good time. There was lots of bugs. A lot of people getting hurt. I believe uh, you know, Steve was the first man to go down. He got cut in the leg, uh, followed by Harvey, who jumped on a log, and the log was suspiciously uh, slippery. And suspiciously, <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> it hadn't he, rained. And it was like it was like moss on it. It hadn't rained at that point. I mean, from Harvey's vantage point, it was hard to see, and uh, he proceeded to fall. We were collecting firewood, and I uh, and you. I think you did something something similar. Correct? Yeah, I jumped on a log too, and just kind of fell forward, and then like I broke a log, and it bruised my leg. Uh, the woods was not kind to us, but that that's what being in the woods is about, you know. You gotta you gotta go in there and, and remind yourself that you ain't shit. Okay, you ain't shit. Uh, I slept pretty good. I heard Harvey didn't sleep well. Um, can you attribute that to anything? Um. I was having uh, some allergy issues, uh, having a difficult time breathing. Um, <laughs> yeah, my eyes were like very itchy. Really? Um, yeah, I had like bumps like all over my hand and stuff. Like, damn, yeah. allergic to like a plant or something? Uh, I'm not sure what happened. I think I got bits by something. I got like a Jesus. I think Christ. I have like a little bite mark on my finger that might you make a camera sound terrible. Yeah, I think that's what set it off. So. Uh, I've been taking Benadryl and stuff. Like the bumps are kind of going away. My eyes are better. Uh, I've, I've, I came back a renewed man. Yeah, I felt I slept pretty good that day. The rain think. fell and I fell asleep. Yeah, As the rain, rain came nice. down, so did I. I don't know if that made sense. Gotcha. Sense. But yeah, that's it for me. Um, so we talk about movies now. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much because I sound terrible. So yeah. Uh, Someone, somebody lost the game, right? Was it, was it Harvey again? It was me. Um, Jesus. Steve gave me the nice guys. Um, I did not watch it. God damn. Um, 
I was going to watch it today, but uh, then I got a text message that said we weren't recording, so then I fell asleep. Um, got him. So Steve, I'll, you did this. I'll watch what? it next week for next week or whatever. Oh, no, sorry. What, what's going on? I wasn't paying attention. You don't watch your movie, man. No. That sucks. <laughs> don't, you disre- don't you feel disrespected? Um, no, I really don't care. Do you have a substitute movie, Harvey? Yeah. I uh, I did watch another movie. I watched Booksmart. Oh, okay. This probably be be better, more relevant. Nah, man. It is a bit more topical, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I've been um, hearing some things. Listen, man. We need to talk about Ryan Gosling. I haven't spoken about him in uh, a while in the show. So We actually talked about him pretty recently, I think. <laughs> I think we talk about him every episode. I'm pretty sure I said that uh, the dude in Fargo looks like a old washed up version of him like two episodes ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. So you watched uh, Booksmart. This is an Olivia Wilde directed movie? Uh, this is a Olivia Wilde's uh, directorial debut. Um Two academic teenage superstars realize on the eve of their high school graduation that they should have worked less and played more. Determined to never fall short of their peers, the girls set set out on an adventure to cram four years of fun into one night. Um, Starring Caitlin Dever as Amy, Beanie Feldstein as Molly, who I'm pretty sure is uh, Jonah Hill's sister. Um, Yeah, she is. Jessica Williams, Jason Sudeikis, who is... Olivia Wilde's husband, I believe, and uh, oh. a person named uh, Diana Silvers, whom I have just discovered, and she's great, um, and a few other wonderful uh, people. Um, so, yeah, I think the synopsis is pretty much the entire the entirety of the story and the plot. Uh, Amy and Molly are best friends. They have worked very hard, very, very hard to uh, get into good schools and they haven't uh, compromised that work ethic by partying with their with their classmates or getting into trouble or really doing anything fun of any kind for four years straight and um, as they're about to graduate they're sort of seen as um, like social pariah I suppose um Everyone doesn't uh, really like them because they're so studious and so uh, uptight, so uptight. Um, And then they finally realize that the other people in their graduating class has also got into great colleges while while maintaining a good social life and uh, and, in school. And that really bothers them, Uh, specifically uh, Molly, more so than Amy, I believe. Um, And Molly has is realized that no one really likes her and she catches them talking shit about behind her back about her. And, um, she comes to the conclusion that she needs to party in order to have the full, co- uh, high school experience. Do they make a pact about having sex? They don't want to make a pact about having sex. No, uh, it's not necessarily focused on that. Um, it is about having fun and going to a party. Um, the, it seems like a pretty a easy goal. Party. I feel like anyone could accomplish that, going to a party. like You would think so. Uh, I suppose it is... Are you saying that antics ensue? Yeah, antics do, in, does ensue. Um, <laughs> they, they, they get a, a bit sidetracked, I suppose. Um, since they don't hang out with a lot of the other kids, they really don't have um, 
a lot of their numbers. They don't have like addresses. They don't have uh, and and when they do get the numbers, people don't really respond to them because they think that they're uh, just going to harass them about some sort of school shit or something like that. But um, yeah, they, anyway, they make the decision to go out to this party, and uh, yeah, they do get uh, they do get a bit uh, sidetracked. They go on some side quests and um, takes them around the city, and they they run into like a bunch of interesting and crazy characters. Um, this is a, I suppose from the trailer, I, I think anyone would agree that it's pretty, uh, reminiscent of, uh, super bad and, um, other coming of age films that we've seen in the past. And, um, I was quite worried in the first act too, cause it was going down that route where I wasn't super into it and it felt like a, uh, just a, a gender reversed super bad, but I think, uh, eventually i let go at some point and it, it started to really charm me and um i think it really sets itself apart in terms of uh in terms of characters and, and story they're 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 very different than uh super bad in in that respect the comedy feels like uh i don't know if it's wrong to say but it feels like a comedy about two young girls like the comedy is completely different in some ways uh let's take jokes yeah, there's less dick jokes, a lot there's a lot less dick jokes. There's less uh physical comedy as well. And um you the the comedy sort of uh it's it sort of lives in these characters and lives in the the relationship that they have and the banter that they have. It's very it's very clever and funny and and charming. Um I think the performances by both of them are are very good. And um what else? I think that um, um, I think that it was a nice, charming movie. I'm not really sure what else to say about it, but it did catch me by surprise. Um, I do have a question. Was this released this week? I believe it was. I believe it that was released. Poor, on poor, poor film. They shouldn't have done that. Fucking because Aladdin. Get, Aladdin's gonna. Oh man, that sucks. I mean, at this point, it seems every like week there's it, a fucking blockbuster yeah. like that. Well, you could, I feel like these movies could always sneak away if they find like that weird little like like little notch, like that one week where like nothing's out. Man, that's a bummer because it seems like it's getting like really good reviews and people seem to, you know, enjoy it a lot. It's a little, it's a, I mean, I've already described it. It seems like a different kind of comedy that we're used to. Yeah, I'm not sure if it suffered because of that, but um, I think it is definitely worth seeing. Um, like I said, it 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 may look like a uh, super bad. Uh, gender reverse on the surface but um i think it, it definitely it, i think it has its own uh its own lane for sure and it um doesn't really encroach upon that that comedy and, and, that, and that style of uh that style of movie like the comedy is very different like i mentioned and um it, it, it's a really sweet coming coming of age movie and i think that it hit me more uh emotionally hard than than super bad did i mean for what it was it didn't make me cry or anything but i do think that it was a more heartfelt movie as well and you really you really felt for these characters i think by the end of it and for their friendship i think it, i think i think it is a better friendship than super bad as well it, it it depicts a friendship much better and much more um boop sweet and i think that has something to do with uh something to do with the 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 writing as well the the writing and 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 the fact that they're two teenage girls i think that uh it wasn't afraid to um 
really show you like the closeness of these characters and um, closeness of their friendship and and how much they care about each other. I think that uh, that was handled really well. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much of it. I suppose there's a there's some pretty funny stuff in this though, and it's also very sweet and charming, like I mentioned. And I think uh, I think everyone should go see this. I'd give it a four out of five. It's, it's a pretty good movie. Jesus Christ! Now I don't mean to sound like a misogynist here, but uh, nope. <laughs> uh, I saw this trailer with Good Boys back to back, and like, I just remember thinking, like, wow, Good Boys looks way funnier than that movie. I don't think that's you being misogynist. Uh, I think that's just you liking yeah. a certain type of humor. Well, like I said, it the kids. Be, yeah, the younger kids. That that shit looked really funny, but. I mean, it sounds like there's probably more uh, to this movie than the trailer. I suppose that's what that's what I mean. Like, I'm, th- about this in terms of comedy, like the style of comedy looks very different in that. Like, there's like literally a kid flying at a bus in the in the. It the looks slapstick. Place. I'm into that yeah, shit. It though. looks like it looks like a <laughs> dude comedy. Uh, th- the question is I that I have yeah. is that most of the time I feel like will you remember this movie in a year? Because I feel like I've seen this movie so many times, like this variation. Yeah, I think and I then will. The, in, the, in the sense that it is a coming of age story about two young people dealing with like something. I mean, four stars sounds like he's probably going to remember. It. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, there's been a lot of four star movies that kind of slip slip your mind. You know, nah. I'm just I'm just curious if like if this is something that's going to stand the test of time I mean, or something that's going to be like forgotten about. I can't remember any movie from last year really unless i like really think about it but i don't think that this is a forgettable comedy no okay Um, that's what i was curious because there's so much comedies and there's so much styles of this movie like something that reminds me of is that age of 17 is a coming of age story which i thought was really really good but it's one that within the time frame like i don't remember it like right now i like i had to think about it you know, I don't know if, if, and I feel like it's one of those things that kind of fell through the wayside. I was just curious. Yeah. I think this one does a lot of things differently. Like I said, it sets itself apart, but I think it does do a lot of things differently, and it's uh, it's refreshing in some ways. Um, like uh, one of the characters you see in the trailer is a uh, is a lesbian, and I think that that has some uh, it has like some coming of age elements, like as being like a a, a gay person that I haven't seen before or dealing with a, a gay character that I haven't seen before. And, uh, they were pretty refreshing to see. Um, I don't think it's necessarily uh forgettable or like a run of the mill, uh, coming of age story. I think, uh, no, no, no. I think y'all should check it out. I think y'all would like it. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Um, Sick. you're really stretching the mileage on that AMC. Uh, I feel like a failure. I, I've been going once a week with my AMCA list. Yeah, I wanted to go yesterday too, but I didn't feel very. I well. really need to get on it, but it's the fucking video games. If I if I had to be honest with you, it's like I'm not feeling like watching movies as much because I'm like playing a movie. You're playing, okay? I see. What you're no, it's just like I'm I'm like so into it. I'm like, all right. Well, there's only X amount. There's only X amount of time during the week, you know, and you know, this you want to make room for other things that you enjoy. <laughs> Like Final Fantasy Ten. I mean, that's really the only thing I'm doing. Oh, well, shit. Just hibernating at this point. All right, you got anything else, Harvey? Nah. All right, cool. Steve, you watch any uh, any flicks? Uh, sadly, I just been I found a new show, and that's just taken over my life. Jesus. Uh, so I've been on. I don't know if you well, got should the we just revoke our credentials at this point. Well, I mean, there's other media out there. Uh, I started a new anime, and it's super. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm like. 
16 episodes in. I'm almost done with the series. I think it's 10 more episodes left. Couldn't even find a 90-minute movie to squeeze in, man? Dude, been, dude, this show's just taking over all, all my free time, you know? When I'm just, like, chilling, watching. Jesus. I watch, like, I'll squeeze in before bed, like, one or two episodes. I started uh, watching uh, some shows, too. I've been getting into shows more lately. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, Tom doesn't like the sound. I don't like this. We're going to be a fucking TV podcast, dude. Uh, I, mean, I think it's 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 relevant. Somehow. It's relevant. Uh, yeah, but I did in another s- universe. But I did start uh, a film... But I'm not going to give a full review until next week, obviously. But I did start Your Name, which is something that's been on my bucket list or my watch Still list. Still an anime. <laughs> Still an anime. It's a, it's a I film. I approve, though. I heard it's good. Uh, I'm, I kid you not. I'm like, I'm halfway through the film and it's, uh, I'm going to finish it up tonight or after this episode and it's fucking beautiful. We'll pause for you to go finish it right now. It's fucking beautiful. It's, I would say this, that's my initial, this movie is just, just watch it. Just because how beautifully just animated everything looks, it's just uh, it's just entrances you, and the story so the story so far that I've got from it, it's just like it's a lot of touching moments, and it's just I don't know. I was telling Tom, man, it's just like I don't think I hate to sound weird or sound like you know a weeb, yeah, but I like I don't think Western Western media can do the same thing Japanese media can do, like anime specifically. I've said this, I've said this for for a decade now. It's insane. Like it's just the like the concepts alone. I just don't think it would ever sell. Maybe that's why people don't attempt it. But it's just they're, it works. They're like, also very good at like it's just like building a momentum on emotion. Yeah, and even even if you think about like the most like generic slice of life anime, which is just basically like you know mundane anime like there's like levels to it there's layers it's not just that yeah, man, there's one like of my favorites gto it's like it's weird like I, f- I feel like a lot of the content that we create out here over over on this side is like a lot of just like junk it's just to to numb you it's nothing there's no level or depth to it i don't agree with that i mean i don't a agree lot, with that either you think like rea- reality tv well you're comparing I'm compa- two different things though i'm i'm saying i'm saying there's i think from what I've watched of anime recently, and then what I get from a lot of like just this is, and I'm talking about, and the reason I'm bringing anime and television over here is because anime is broadcasted like TV over there. So yeah, it's like there, it's like their equivalent of like television, like well, what we get. Like, our mo- we have a movie industry though. Our movie industry is, and uh, I mean, it's not even a comparison when you compare it to like the Japanese all right, movie but industry. I um, but what I'll, I'll I'll split the difference here. I I agree with Harvey, like. Yeah, you can't compare our reality TV to their anime. Well, um, I'm not just saying. I'm just not saying. Yeah, maybe that's but unfair. Overall, I do believe that they. It's just conceptually. They have a better way of. They have a style of emotional storytelling that I think. It's weird. Uh, it, it, they do it a certain way that Western doesn't. And I think it hits harder a little bit for me because it's, it's not anime. It's movies. Like, I just watch Shoplifters and the way it does it in that movie. Yeah. Uh, some other movies I've watched, like Seesaw, like. Um, I've watched some like live action TV dramas. Yeah. From not Japan. to knock, not to knock Western television. I like fucking. We just get, got off Game of Thrones, man. That shit was like, regardless of what you think of the final season, like the first like five fucking seasons of that show were phenomenal. They're really well done, and yeah, it was like they, a masterwork of like just ingenuity. It's like so. It's not knocking Western television, all of it. I'm just saying it's. I'm talking about conceptually the ideas, like. You know, your name is about body swapping, and like, and about two people living in two. It's like it's a weird thing that I mean, probably we do wouldn't that here, but, but I I just think they they handle things. They do things a little bit more. 
unique, and uh, that's why I think yeah, they a just lot try of, unique things. A lot of I feel like Western things are based off of Japanese. Like people were saying, uh, I think Inception is based off of like paprika. Yeah, like they borrow a lot from it paprika. Borrow, borrows a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing but against it. Paprika is based on something else. Yeah, I mean. Is it? Sound, I feel like Harvey's getting really defensive over what it, it seems like you're really emotionally <laughs> invested. I just, don't, I just don't agree. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just saying conceptually. I just think there's a lot more interesting, con- like a lot of things going on that just, just seem more. Their, that's it. Their, their buildup of emotional momentum is better than Western storytelling, and I think it's a t- style of storytelling developed in Japan. Whereas, like here, we we do it, but we do it differently. Like it. We have more of a like a slow uh, build up where it like hits you. Like think about like some of the sad Western movies that we've seen recently. Yeah. Um, like you were never really here. I almost cried in that lake scene, but it was yeah. a different kind of cry. That, like a Japanese person would just they would force it out of you, <laughs> like pull it out. They, like Western, just like it, it like it's on the the back burner and then it, it boils yeah. up and then it makes you realize that you're sad. Yeah. Maybe I just phrased it wrong. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe, maybe that's, there was confusion. I, I, I don't mean like it's, it's just, I mean the ideas and like kind of like, kind of like storyboarding something I've out. I've seen Western like people weird. do the same emotion that it seems like they, they borrow from Japanese cinema a little bit, but anyways, uh, I digress. I watched the movie. Yeah. What, what, what movie? Talk to us. It's a foreign movie, not really. You can call. It, I guess you can call it a foreign movie. Um, so I I read an article about Dune coming out. Why the fuck will my IMDb work? I restarted it twelve times now. Uh, so Dune coming out, right? I was just thinking about Denis or Denis Villeneuve, and um, you don't have to say it that way. Denis Villeneuve is a how do you say uh, Denis Villeneuve? All right, I'm being stupid at this point um he uh he has some other movies that i just never watched uh and i think it's good to go back but it seems like he's gonna get sucked into the remake uh cycle i mean i love blade runner 2049 but you know i'm i always favor original content from these directors uh a little bit more but if there's someone to do a blade runner sequel it was him um yeah so there's a movie from 2009 uh, called Polytechnique. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. Sounds very, very familiar. Yeah. Well, I, I was just, I've always been kind of intrigued by these stories. Um, so what the movie's about, it's, it's directed by Denise Villeneuve. Uh, and it's a dramatization of the Montreal Massacre of 1989, where several female engineering students were murdered by an unstable misogynist. Um, some of the, the actors in this, not that I've ever seen them before. Maybe I don't watch a lot of French Canadian film, but, uh, Maxime Gaudet, uh, Sebastian Haberda, Karina Vanas, uh, Martin Wader, Evelyn Brochu. Uh, that's pretty much it, uh, for the, like the main characters. Um, yeah. So this is an interesting movie. It's in black and white. You know, Denny's Villeneuve is kind of like a modern. He's like one of the the new great filmmakers, I think. Like, if our era had like a Spielberg, would would you put him in that that category? Hmm. Like when when you like people who like their first big movie was post two thousand five. Like, who are the Spielbergs from two thousand five to now? 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. Everything's fucking cinema's dead. I, I would put him in there with. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I, I feel like I'd put him in there. Uh, anyways, um, so the movie starts off with a kind of a monologue and a guy preparing to do something not very good, you know, like shoot up a fucking school. Um, very interesting. He he goes to, to tell you why. The movie's uh, kind of shot out of order. They kind of explain his motive right in the beginning. Uh, and then uh, there's some cutting back and forth later in the movie. Uh, so the first thing that I mentioned in the synopsis is they're murdered by an unstable misogynist. So his his reasoning for uh, killing only females is because they uh, he hates feminists. That's pretty much what he says. Like feminists who've you know had a damper on my life, and he goes on to say that oh, feminists want equal this and equal that, but you know when it comes to the Olympics, um, they uh, they definitely don't want men competing in their their sports, right? Because men are physically superior. Hey, man, you're making a lot of great points. <laughs> Jesus Christ, stop that. Uh, but then he said some wild shit where he's like, yeah, wh- these feminists, they want to uh, emerge from the top and take credit for the you know, thousands of years of, of uh, advancements of men because men have like done all the shit and the women haven't, uh, which is true. But the thing is, it's because on, the men. Were, are you on 4chan right now? No. Are you one of the fucking... <laughs> But what, what so he feel, fails to realize is that if men are holding a, a thumb of oppression over women, of course, they're going to be the ones doing all the fucking innovating if they're not going to let the other uh, side do the innovating. But, yeah, that's his motives for doing this, right? And then it cuts. You meet these two students. Um, they're en- engineering students. They're two females, and they're talking. Uh, one's getting a job interview, and, and there's these themes where she's in the job interview, and she's like... Uh, she realizes that the guy wasn't going to hire her if she had a kid because like he's like oh yeah this is not for a family starting uh career like you don't start families with this career and she's just like you know she none of these these women are like feminists like i mean i'm sure they're feminists but there there's no character in the the movie that's just like uh, we're feminists, you know, we're going to walk around camp. It's 1989. There wasn't even really like the feminist movement we have now. I mean, someone could be feminist, but there's right, right. But they like, weren't, over, yeah, they weren't wearing, they like, weren't over free the like, nipple shirts. Like they were just women who believe that they should have a chance to work. Yeah. In a people field <laughs> crowded by men. And, um, so essentially he targeted the school because women go to the school and, and women are trying to be engineers. So they're trying to, that's his view. Who hurt fem- him? Yeah, I don't know, man. You don't, they don't really get into it. Uh, but yeah, the movie's in black and white. It's shorter than I thought. It's like 80 minutes. Um, but like, uh, it, it does move kind of slow. And what I do like about it is this. The gunshots sound ridiculously scary. Um, he, he didn't get that wrong. It's almost as like you're in a cafeteria. Everyone's like listening to music, studying for the final exams. Just this menacing fucking rifle shot. Uh, and the reactions to everybody is very realistic. There's no, like, mass hysteria. There, there's a scene where he walks into a classroom with a gun. Uh, the teacher can't see him because he's on the other side of the classroom. And he's covered by people. and He's got a gun in his hand, but only the first, like, five people in the class know that. And they're like, wait a second, is this, is this a performance? Is this a joke? 
Because I feel like that's what would really happen. In yeah. 1989, right? This was before school. Now I think school shootings are so well, fucking thing, normal that uh, people would just be like, "Oh, we're getting shot right now." Like, well, I think fear. I think it's in film is like kind of like over exaggerated because I remember one time I was like, I, I had a situation not like this. It was super random where I actually was like scared, and I was I just stood there. You freeze up. I yeah. freeze. Like that's I was exactly just like, what these people dude, did. It's like I, this, I love the detail in that. Yeah, I feel like that's a normal reaction. I don't think people <coughs> instantly like jump into like action. <laughs> Excuse me. Because if you jump into action, you could your brain's your- like yeah, your brain is like trying to compute everything. It's just like what is happening. Yeah, and right it, it now? takes everyone a minute to realize. That, oh shit, this guy has a rifle. Um, he comes in the class, and he says, "All right, men on the right, women on the left." And then he tells all the men to leave. Uh, and then I won't really speak about it anymore. Uh, there's a male character that they kind of focus on a little bit who. It seems the male character is a little more safe in this this film. <clears throat> He's running around campus trying to figure out what's going on, uh, and you get a lot of his backstory as well. And you also get the female who who was applying for an interview, and and she was a uh, yeah, she was in there as well. It cuts a little bit back and forth between their lives post uh, event and then during the event, and then before the event as well, but. <clears throat> Uh, I think I don't really like the the cutting back and forth, to be honest with you. I think it took away from the movie. I think it was just his style. Uh, he wanted to do it that way for a reason. But, like, I was just hoping for a one-day, 24-hour, just start-to-finish school shooting. Um, just to see, like, the fear build up over time, right? Like, it's a short amount of time, but, like, I think that's probably why they don't do it. School shootings are not, like hour-long events, you know? I, yeah. I, I would I would say that they usually go down in, like, 15 minutes or some shit. Um, From latest stats. So, yeah, that kind of took it away from me a little bit. Uh, it's in black and white. The cinematography is amazing. And you could tell this is, like, a master at work, like, in the making. Like, you could tell he's going to go on to do great things. Uh, yeah. I don't really have much else to say about it. Uh, it's a good movie. Oh, this director's <clears throat> good. Yeah, he's done some stuff. Yeah, I don't. I didn't love the movie, but I really liked it. Um, it's yeah, okay. it's it's a weird one. It's, it's a it's a weird style of movie about a school shooting that I really wasn't expecting. I was thinking it was going to be more of a, you know, straight shot. No pun intended, but it was a. Uh, yeah, I've never watched any of his earlier work. Yeah, I've, I'm gonna check out Incendies next. I just just looked at those. I hear I hear good things about Incendies. I hear it's better than this one. But yeah, I'd probably give this a three and a half out of five. Polytechnique. All right, cool. Uh, if you're wondering if it's French Canadian film in French, it's actually not. I think a lot of the universities in Montreal go with English, so it's ninety nine percent English. I think there's a few French phrases spoken, but yeah. Uh, this is a mix between probably Canadians who aren't French and Canadians that do have French accents. So it's interesting. It's a good movie. I would check it out if you're interested in the subject matter. 1989 was before Columbine, and like people don't really talk about this shooting at all. Really, it kind of goes to show we really don't, really don't give a shit about Canada. No, <laughs> but 14 people. 
In 1989, I feel like that would be a big deal. That is, that should be a big deal, but... I not to not. mention with all the misogyny going on right now, you think it would be referenced more, but I guess not. No, I forgot. <coughs> That's a shame. It's tragic. But uh, yeah, three and a half out of, out of five for me. Cool. You got anything else cool to watch? No, just Final Fantasy, man. You want to hear my review? Yeah. Just kidding. All right, let's move on. We're going we're gonna to talk about a movie that you guys all know. It's called Aladdin. Let's, let's take a listen to a clip. stumbled upon an opportunity I can make you rich rich enough to impress a princess what would I have to do there's a cave of wonders bring me the lamp all right quite the clip there huh wonder what clip future me picked um (laughs) I feel like it's gonna be a good one yeah, it's got to be good. Aladdin. Make sure, make sure Will Smith is in it. Oh, he'll, he'll be in it. Aladdin is directed by uh, Guy Ritchie, uh, written by John August and also Guy Ritchie. Uh, it's starring Will Smith, uh, Mena Masoud, Naomi Scott. We have uh, Marwan Kanzari and Nassim Pedrad. I would say that's the notable. We have uh, Billy Magnuson as well. That was a very off-putting uh, appearance for me. Um, yeah, so the the synopsis for this goes, but you you know Aladdin, right? Right? Come on, guys. Um, no, explain it. The whole story. Well, so a kind-hearted street urchin, they call him an urchin, uh, <laughs> and a power-hungry <laughs> grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. I thought you were gonna say deepest, darkest wishes. I'm like, ooh. Not a great synopsis for this, but I mean, who cares? You've all seen Aladdin. Um, you know the drill. Uh, yeah, so right, live action. Let's let's talk about Guy Ritchie and his career. Guy this, Ritchie dragged this, which is strange. This but. is like it's all over. The, it's getting to the point where it's gonna be all over the place if he just keeps going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> he used to have a niche. So, who wants to go first? Talk talk about Aladdin. Uh I didn't want to watch this fucking movie. I know you. You said you you were boycotting it, but here you are, and I'm proud to see that you. Uh, it's all good, man. Uh, I mean, you guys weren't giving it up. You guys were insisting that this happened. So, I mean, I I feel like I feel like I was a victim in all this, to be honest. If I'm gonna be, you know, so uh, the movie Aladdin. Uh, it's exactly what you think it is. It's a live version. Light adaptation of of the animation animated movie. I love the animated movie growing up. I thought it was great. I used to watch that shit all the time. Like I love. Oh, that they character. copy and paste the synopsis from the nineteen ninety two original. Oh wow! Because I just want to look at the original. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, something. Let's let's talk about the story. So you got we got Aladdin right, and he uh he's a street rat. No one likes him. You know, he's just a petty thief, but he does it for survival. And, you know, you can't be too mad at him. He's a charming rogue at that as well. And he meets, uh, he meets his, uh, he meets Jasmine, the princess of Agrabah? Agrabah. Yeah. Right? Agrabah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, they kind of hit it off. And then, you know, he finds out that she's actually a princess. And he realizes that they can never have anything because he's just a lowly urchin. So he, he, he starts finding, or he, some, Jafar 
helps him to get closer to the princess by promising him riches and you know I think we know the fucking story yeah he finds a magic lamp he gets three wishes I didn't like this fucking movie I'm not gonna lie I think it relies slowly on you having any nostalgia for the past and for this past film it it I feel like it, I feel like it was completely unnecessary to have this movie remade I don't know who is it for I guess it's for kids and their parents and to make money which is fine, you know. Disney's a business; so they need to keep that, need to keep that train going. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's nothing else. I don't. Uh, another thing, I don't know why the main lead Aladdin. I don't know why they strained his hair. It really bothered me the whole time. It just like I was looking at it, like I knew he had curly hair. I didn't know that, so it didn't bother me. Oh, you could tell they were flat ironing the shit out of that. It looked so awkward in a lot of scenes. Like it just, it just really bothered me. Uh, let's talk about the, the, the elephant in the room. We talk about Will Smith as genie. People were upset. They were like, it's like, I can't believe that using Will Smith as Robin Williams. I'm like, hey, what are they going to do? Yeah. Bring him back from the dead? Yeah. I don't understand what they're going to do. I think he did, he did an okay job. I think he tried to make it his own without, you know, and you know, he's not the worst. Yeah. He's not, he's, he's not, not the worst. character in his movie. Yeah. He's not the worst. I think he had a lot of fun. You could tell he was having fun with it. And I like his, and honestly, if I'm going to say if I like any part of this movie, I would say the middle section where he meets Genie and then they begin to, you know, go to Agrabah and try and, you know, him courting Jasmine. I think those were my favorite parts. Outside of that, I re- uh, didn't care. I liked, I liked seeing Will Smith and his interactions and like that part of the film. I thought that was way more fun than anything else because when the movie started and we had that opening uh, song, oh, that was fucking rough, man. It wasn't one, really well done. The one that Will Smith sings? No, no, that one. No, I was talking about the uh, Aladdin when Street Rat or like. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that wasn't really well done. Yeah. Um, what's that guy's name? His name is like Mena Masad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was probably my. I don't know. He's one of my least favorite uh, characters in this movie. I think that he, if it had not been for Will Smith, uh, beside him, I think. A lot of that shit could have been a lot worse because he was so bland and just, for me, very unlikable as as Aladdin. Um, he was very bland as well as Jafar. Jafar the, the was bo- generic the, as fuck. Yeah, they were the two <laughs> most bland characters in this yeah, movie. And I actually, um, I, I think Aladdin, I kind of liked him. Didn't bother me that much. Like, I didn't love him. But, but Jafar, I wrote down, was like, pick the most generic looking guy ever. Yeah, he, like he looks like a Fast and the Furious like henchman like or something. Like they could have picked someone with like a menacing face with like a weird like chiseled jaw, like any anybody, right? Some character Jafar, the original or, Jafar is creepy, looking. or at least someone with some sort of someone that could have brought that that uh, charisma. And, I just and, think and, a scary looking person yeah, would have worked and menacing uh, looks to it. I don't know. I think someone that could have like emotionally. Captured Jafar would have been better as well. Like I think Riz Ahmed would have been a good choice, or I don't know. I, I can't really. Think I said we do a little other. whitewashing, do Willem Dafoe, right? Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> fucking rough. That'd be so brutal. <laughs> Everyone else is fucking brown, and you see this one white dude in the corner. <laughs> like what? Yeah, the movie. Fuck. The movie starts off with uh, Jafar looking for like the. The 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 diamond in the rough that can go into the cave of wonder, the cave of wonder, and retrieve the the uh, the lamp. Um, 
fuck. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, it's, it's, uh. <laughs> I think me and Harvey both just gave up trying to explain this movie. We're just like, yeah, it's, it's fucking Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's Aladdin, uh. Uh, he finally finds that in, in in Aladdin, I suppose. And um, there's just so much that does not work for this movie. I think that. Um, How do you feel about the dance number in in the in the the party scene? It was whatever. <laughs> it was what really whatever for the most part. I think that I think I like the I like the the set pieces a lot. I like the. The set pieces that were not CGI, I think they would look kind of cool, and I think that it could have had potential if the scenes weren't just straight shit. And I think Guy Ritchie, I mean, I've honestly never been a fan of Guy Ritchie. Like Lock, Stocking, Two Smoking Barrels, I think it's okay, but I don't like his directing style at all. Yeah, I think that movie's great, but he's rarely ever returned to that form. Yeah, that, I don't that's think what I'm saying. He has. <laughs> I think I think as each movie has released, like. From that, like, kind of like film, the the type of movie he's doing, like gangster films at one point, and each time that movie came out, just like he loses more of his style, and then he started making these, like, you know, Sherlock Holmes one, two, and he's coming out with three next thing in two years. It's just, and it's just like I don't know, he's just losing himself. Like it's like not there anymore. Yeah, I think in place of like the a lot of the story building and character building elements in uh, the the original. A lot of that is replaced with some weird scenes in this, like the fucking, like ego turning into a giant fucking. It was a set piece, yeah. It was just bird like. Bird of prey, like a bunch of weird action sequences that look <coughs> shitty. Uh, Aladdin being chased by by people, and then there's all these slow motion shots. They're like, there's yeah. so many slow motion shots and like flashbacks from like three minutes ago. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, no. fuck, like weird shots where he's like. Remember the shit. falling one? When Which he was like one? falling slow motion into the water, there was that. Dude, one. I was like, "What the fuck?" There's also the, <laughs> that, dead. that one where he was like <laughs> running from someone, and he was like uh, doing some weird pivot shit on the wall. Where oh yeah, he's doing like, like, like what is happening? Why is this? Why are we focused on this? I mean, that was just Guy Ritchie doing his thing. That was Guy Ritchie coming. Through. You know, Guy Ritchie. I think, I think he's. I think he has. I don't know if it's his writing or what it is exactly, but I don't know what made those original stuff, the, the stuff he used to come out with work. I don't know what it was. I think it was maybe just a fast paced story. It was so straightforward and simple and it was just a lot of moving pieces. I don't know. I feel like his shit used to work, but like now that he actually has to focus on characters and like these moments, I feel like it doesn't, it just can't happen for him. I don't think he can capture it. Yeah. Jasmine, I think Jasmine is my favorite part of the movie. I think uh, yeah, I'm not great. sure what her name is, but Naomi Scott. Yeah, Pink I think Ranger. She, yeah, I think she was the most um, compelling character and the most, uh, I suppose, likable. Um, but like her entire uh, backstory and like the whole subplot of her like wanting to get out of the cat, like that's completely just uh, like glazed or just. Uh, skipped over in this we get like that tiny shot of her like starting out in the in the market and then she meets aladdin but other than that they don't really go back to that and her like wanting to to be with the people and be like a uh just be out like we don't we don't get any of that really um like the subplot with uh jafar wanting the sultan to attack like the neighboring villages yeah which is kind of like it was definitely like a some had like a political uh reference to like current shit for sure i think um that was like completely like if you're gonna re- lost over yeah i feel like if you're gonna rework the story i think you should 
I think it should be a little bit more focused on the city of Agrabah and like the people there and you know like you know how the way like they they bring up how the way she's been shut in for years is like maybe they should really focus on that aspect of why she was shut in and like is like you know the people have lost connection with their king and we could have really focused on I mean rework the story to make it fit modern like skews but now it's just like they're just t- telling the same story and they're trying to hit these similar beats there was a but lot. they don't work because I don't. It's just. I think a lot of it just doesn't work for me. There's a lot of shit they mentioned. It, it kind of creates like this illusion of some sort of large, uh, like intricate uh, plot. But like a lot of that shit is not explored at all. It's like a bunch of things that are just brought up and and quickly forgotten. Um, we could have. I don't know. I feel like th- there's like there's stuff. If you're gonna redo this, I feel like it could have worked. If you retool, if you rework the story, I think if you just made it more about Jasmine, the people, and you could have had some semblance well, what, of plot there. I mean, what are there. the main differences between the original and this? Like, it's a love story about two people from people from different worlds, but you don't get that though. No, you you're saying you don't get that in this film. No, I just yeah. like it's just like it's referenced a lot, but you don't. It's it's more. Yeah, or you less, don't feel it for sure. Yeah, yeah. like. It, I think this movie relies on telling you but not showing you, which is bad for a film. I think a film should always show, not tell. It yeah. should explain through like its visual because that's the whole fucking point. <laughs> if you're sitting there like having character expositions, like or you know a character just doing like exposition dumps like throughout the film, it's just you're not getting anything out of it. There's no emotional stakes, and the only thing it's relying on is nostalgia from the past film. So like every time it hits like an emotional moment. Which it does. It, I think it hits one moment for me, which I thought was really cool, but it could have been better deserved if they just made Aladdin a little bit more likable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there's I just, thought he was fine. I don't know. I guess I kind of disagree. I, I think he was fine. I actually think Jasmine was just kind of boring. Really? Yeah. I, I think yeah, she I she was, was she had more of a character I than Aladdin. I don't agree at all. <laughs> she might have had more of a character, but she was less enjoyable to watch because everything she did was just like like tunnel vision like just sole purpose like i don't know she she didn't she liked depth in that department for me she was just i i could really care less um i actually like aladdin and uh and genie i mean i think i i enjoyed them and i don't know i mean i think this movie is not really that good um but like considering like who it's purposed for i don't think they completely missed the mark to be honest well, yeah, like, th- again, this movie is not for us, and that's why I'm just going to be... I think it is for us. You think so? Yes. I mean, it's not for me, because I don't... I, I'm not interested in Disney remakes, but I feel like people are. They're like, oh, shit, my fucking childhood movie's coming to life. I think it's for our demographic, life. for sure. Right, but... It's, it's, well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I feel for, like it's... For me, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't for personally. Me. It's like... But well, some people are problem, into that. Yeah, well, that's the problem with the film. If you didn't like it, then that is a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, It's a problem, but it's also, like... Or if you don't believe that it was meant for you, I think that's a problem. Well, I don't like certain. coffee, and, and like you could tell me this place has great coffee, and I'll be like, oh, I mean, maybe it's good for you, but I don't like coffee. I can't say it's a bad cup of, cup of Joe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I get what you're saying. I understand. But, well, I'm saying like people who like coffee would like this movie, <laughs> or, or people who like coffee would like this coffee shop, but I will not be going to that coffee shop. Yeah, this I don't know. I watched this and it's just. But I, I wouldn't I love, leave. I wouldn't leave a bad review for that yeah. coffee shop. I don't know. Like I don't know. I just it didn't nothing for me. I think it. I think it like I said it just relies on nostalgia and it's like it kind of sucks because like if you're gonna 
bring the shit back from the dead. You know, at least give it. I mean, I think there was an effort put. I'm not saying that they just like slapped this shit together. Like I think Will Smith went in. I think I think he, he went I think in. He yeah, put in a lot of effort. You know, I think he's actually really proud of that, which is great. Uh, he should be. He's the only real good thing about the movie. <laughs> that's funny. And everyone's shitting, everyone's shitting on him I'm when not they saw. I like Aladdin. I think. Yeah. I just think he's fine. But like. Yeah. No. But that's the funny part. Everyone's shitting on this movie because of, oh look at the genie. But then when you really think about it, it's just like no. I think that was actually kind of like one of the best parts. <laughs> like. Yeah. I he mean, was enjoyable to he's watch. He's the only comic relief. He was the only. Yeah. Every, everything else is kind of like. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he had some witty lines that I I enjoyed and. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my rating is a little bit higher than it should be because of Genie. Oh, it's like it's like the Beauty and the Beast remake. Uh, I think I told you this like a long time ago. Uh, I think I kind of briefly reviewed it on the show. And I mentioned like Disney puts money towards these things. Disney, there's a certain level of like people give a fuck about these franchises and they have passion projects because like you know if someone comes up to me if I was a director and like hey would you want to remake Aladdin? I would be like. Yeah, sure. Like because I was, I love that fucking movie growing up, and I'm like, yeah, I would love to reintroduce this, but it just, I don't know. I feel like just it, it just missed a lot of marks. It just didn't do enough differently, and then the things that it just kept doing that was the same. It was just kind of mm-hmm. relying on these like weird moments. No, I just don't think it works in live action, and I think if they would have done two different, and they would have faced backlash. Yeah, I mean, people. I don't know. Like if. I don't know. I, I just what's, I what's, the the point? The what's the point? What's the point of a remake if you're not going to try to do something different? <clears throat> you're just retelling the same story. Just watch the story again. It's cash grab, you know. Yeah, but you know, a safe cash grab. Production, but production said, design. I would say that. Like, I think that's always well done on Disney's. Well, end. I was about. I've made a list of pros and cons. My my pros were. Uh, I didn't mind Aladdin. I really like Genie, and I really like the world. Uh, however, the cons were Jafar because he feels like a wet blanket. Yeah, and uh, also the songs were cringe. Dude, the songs, the songs were, were so cringy. The songs were awful. I think some of them. I mean, yeah. Tappy was next to me, like mouthing the lyrics to the main fucking song, but uh, the rest of the songs were just horribly recited. I enjoyed some of them specifically. Jasmine's um, whole new world is like okay, I think, because they have like some sort of chemistry there, and I think it is okay. But I think the biggest problem is that I think Guy Ritchie just sucks at shooting uh, musicals. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. You like, know who they should have got? Basil Lerman. Yeah. yeah, like if you think about it, that's basically spectacular. Yeah, it would have been fucking yeah. over the top of they shit. Could, they could have got someone because like the. No, the, the musical scenes are terrible. The way, the way they flowed, the way the, the way they're framed too is just horrible. Oh, they're just dude. like on their heads and shit. Like what? Why? Remember you that have scene? These big beautiful sets, and you're just shooting like their faces, like it's a fucking. All right, there's one scene, right? There's this like one down. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention two parts, and this is how you can tell that the original is just far superior. Is when he's sitting alone and he's thinking about his decision about letting Genie free, right? And he's like sitting in his tower and he's singing like Street Rat. In the film. Like the original animation, like it's it's it, it hits you a little bit harder. It's just beautifully shot, but this they just keep on him, and you don't see like the cityscape. You don't see anything else. You just see. Yeah, you don't see the people reacting. Yeah, you, know? you don't see. You just see this keeps the camera on him the whole time. You don't. He doesn't play within his environment. There's no other shots, and then there's another shot too, or another scene with Jasmine at the end where she's singing that song about. 
I, forgot, I fucking forgot. But she gets was taken away, and she starts singing. And I'm yeah. like, this looks like a cheesy ass music video. It looks very cheesy. It looks it, super it shot horribly. It shot horribly. It's like, <laughs> like a T Swift video. Yeah, yeah it dude, like it looks so fucking bad. I'm like, I'm sitting. I'm like, are you, are you serious right now? It looks like, like a Bollywood movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was surprised. I think the best set piece was the introduction of uh, Ollie. Oh. Yeah, that one when they were coming to the city with the elephants. So like, yeah, really that was really well done. I thought. I think the, the, the opening song with Genie was good. Like, just at least well framed. You know. Yeah. Uh, you ain't never had a friend like me, man. I th- I think uh, I think I've said enough about Aladdin last week, and I'm saying I think enough this week. You know what? Big surprise. Will Smith wasn't that bad. <laughs> Lo and behold, uh, you guys want to just drop ratings or something? I'm down. Uh, I feel like a dick, but I'm just put two out of five, man. Yeah? Yeah, I just don't care. I'm probably never going to see this movie again. Well, I'm never going to see this again for sure. It's not a universe where I see this again. Uh, however, I'm kind of leaning towards a three, man. For what it's worth, I mean, a light three. The, like, I'm talking 2.98, maybe. Or maybe 2.76. 2.76 rounded up to a three. That's a, that's a fucking... That's it's not good, but I, but I found myself entertained. And I always say on this show, it's priority numero uno is just me being in the theater and not wanting to fucking run out of there is a huge plus for any movie. Um, and some movies I can't say that for. Some movies just make me want to fucking. Yeah, bolt. I mean, it, like, I'm, some movies actually make me look at my phone and say, "I could just leave. I, I have a, a list. I don't need to see this. I don't need yeah. the value." Well, the thing is, the reason you, you feel that way about think this movie specifically is because it's just like it's just it's an easy framework. Right. But like, I went with my girlfriend. She was like, you know, she thought the monkey was cute, and she was singing the. the everyone song. thinks the monkey's cute. Uh, but like the experience was good, and uh, yeah, I'm giving it a three. I don't have to tell you guys. You gotta live your life, man. What about you, Harvey? One, um, zero point five. I, I don't, I don't find a lot redeeming in this in this movie. I, I'd probably <laughs> give it a one and a half to, or two. It's, it, I think it's. <laughs> Look, I wasn't expecting that at all. I thought yeah. I was going to give it a I mean, solid. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I, I hated I hated this movie a lot. <laughs> um, hey, man. The fact that we both tried to explain the movie's plot, we both gave up, should have been a sign. We're just like, it's a fuck, it's Aladdin. I mean, it, you know, like, it doesn't really do much different was, than the original. But. I was very close to walking out of this one. God um, damn. One of the closest I've ever been, actually. Really? I think, I've been I think, way closer. I think Genie is the only reason I stayed in so long. Yeah, as soon as Genie came in, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch this shit. And it, I also think it went by pretty quick. It, so no, not for me. I fucking, I was, it, there was, it, there was, near the end, it was dragging, especially that parrot scene where they were, I was like, I was like, do I need to be here for yeah, this? Yeah, it's <laughs> funny though. Movies movies can vary on your mood a lot. Like I, I noticed that like I could watch a movie in a certain mood, you know, feel like it's taking forever. And then sometimes uh I think it's just how much you want to be there has a lot to do with it. And like I don't know, for some reason I didn't mind being there at the time. I had a nice thing of nachos in my lap. <laughs> one cheese, one salsa. So this is like your dream dream movie watching experience. Was there any mouth readers in there? Oh yeah, but they were they were pleasant mouth breathers. Oh, there you yeah, go. I was coughing a little bit because my cold, so I was probably the worst disruption in the the theater. Well, that's our review, guys. It's uh, it's okay, I guess. All right, so we're gonna pick a movie for next week. Um, <laughs> heavy, heavy, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, if you split the difference between my rating and Harvey's. And then mine's just right in the middle. Yeah, it's just a below average movie. It's like, eh. This is the weakest. I, I give it a D, like a like a 60%. You pass, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you didn't get an F. All right, so next week we have a weird uh, mixture of movies um, where I'm actually interested in one... Well, I don't know if I'm interested in any, to be honest. Uh, so I'll read the three main re- uh, releases to you guys. We got Godzilla, King of Monsters. Let's watch Godzilla. Uh, we have Ma. It's coming out with... Uh, Academy Award winner Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer. She's That's a, a weird movie to do. She's she's playing a, a very unique role. So I feel like that... I've seen billboards all over the place for this. Just massive billboards. Um, isn't that crazy when we live in Florida you don't see movie or TV show advertisements no you just see like abortion advertisements or like insurance <laughs> now we actually see what's being advertised to people <laughs> uh, we have Ma we also have Rocket Man which is which is the Elton John movie no. the Harvey's out on Rocket Man <laughs> um, so you're narrowing it down to Godzilla or Ma yeah I've you know, I watched Godzilla 2000. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that Matthew Broderick film. Oh, I remember that shit. <laughs> Fucking green. Did you all see... Everybody saw the past Godzilla? Nope. Yeah, I saw it. With uh, Brian Cranston. I did not yeah. see that shit. Uh, it wasn't bad. It's I, pretty good, I think. Yeah, I enjoyed well, it. Well, if you guys want to pick it, I guess I'll fucking catch up with it. It's uh, no, about the guy that made Monsters, which yeah. is pretty great. Well... I think his name's Gareth Edwards or something. And then Michael Doherty is doing this, and we all know what he's what he's about. Okay. Well, I'm going to vote for Ma, but if you guys want Godzilla, I don't care either way. I say Godzilla. Is Trick or Treat 2 still coming out? This shit's like been like... Yeah, I don't know. Dude, what is, see, what's see, going what's, on What's your tiebreaker, man? Oh, we're doing Godzilla. I like the director. I like all, I like a lot of his stuff. <laughs> so. all right. All right. It's so weird because he's done like horror shit. That's like what he's I, I feel like I there. should... I know I'm going to fuck up and not do it, but I should see Ma. I'll probably end up seeing it no matter what. So. Really, Ma? Well, yeah, I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> got AMC pass. <laughs> you ain't get. I was about to quote Friday. Um, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll fucking see Godzilla. I guess. All right, let's let's do our topic real quick. We we got to talk about something. Lay it out. So, I've noticed that there's a huge lack of originality in in Hollywood. Everything seems to be based on. Like, just this week alone, we're picking fucking Godzilla. There's nothing original there. Um, and w- these bigger movies are falling short of uh, being original and moving more towards just everything being encompassed in franchises. So, essentially, what do you guys say? Is this is this the future or is this a phase? I think, I think we all, I think it, it goes, to, I mean, I think anything goes to a phase, right? You know, we we always hit these moments where he's like, man, there's a lot of fucking reboots coming out, a lot of sequels. But it's just lately, it's just been getting really bad. It, HBO currently, I think, is another another one of these people who, or not one of these entities that are just trying to market off, you know, some kind of franchise. Like they're rebooting Watchmen, or they're doing Twenty Years Later, I think, for the Watchmen franchise. Or I don't know this new series that they have coming out, and it's just it's hard. It's I, I, it's hard creating new worlds. I'm not gonna lie, you know. I think the only people who I can see successfully doing it now are actual like 
writers, like, you know, people who write fucking books and people who write comic books that seem to have these creative ideas just, like, just nonstop, just always coming out, something new or interesting and, like, you know, being put on shelves. But when it comes to the movie industry, I think, especially in Hollywood, it's just a safe bet, and it sucks. Well, actually, yeah. So when you say the word safe bet, um, that's what it comes down to. So, like, I quickly want to blame Hollywood for just wanting money. They're a business. Uh, but they're a business, and they did not create this landscape. And I think I've read some articles where it's like some of the – or actually most of the blame should be put on the consumer, right? Because uh, supply and demand, like people are wanting more uh, familiar things. It goes back to Aladdin. Like people like this nostalgia. And they like being – because there's so much shit out, and like I think people want to latch on to something easy. So – now everything is a gamble like if they make something original it's like you're taking the biggest risk in the world whereas like the golden era of hollywood like put humphrey bogart in there it'll be fucking great you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah doesn't matter what the story is like there's a is i mean i think yeah names definitely sell they used to sell yeah they used to yeah but i've brought this up on avengers If, if robert downey jr comes out in a fucking indie drama next week nobody's seeing it. no one's gonna see it because there's i don't want to watch but it. everyone they won't even see it they won't even see the ads for it yeah but like robert downey jr like they only know tony stark they don't know robert downey yeah. jr whereas before it was the opposite you knew the guy for playing many characters it's it's a bummer because there's i think films that are like they get swept under the rug i think under the silver lake was like one that got was a victim of this i feel like it's a film that should have gotten a little bit better, you know, attention. Just because it's unique, regardless of even if you think it's like I think, a it's, good, a bad, I think that's probably a bad example though. All right. Well I'm just I'm just using that because that's like the closest thing that I yeah. have like in recent memory. That was like it got brushed on the rug for like what, almost two years? And then it finally got released to like VOD. And it's like, you know, that's a unique, interesting film, but they got nervous. Ave twenty four is like I don't know if we can sell. And if A twenty four gets nervous, you know what shit they bring? I mean, they make good shit, but they always you know, they sh- they never worry about, like, the market in that way, I feel. They're like, oh, this is not going to make any money. I'm like, most of the movies really don't. <laughs> I don't know. So, there's not many, like, genres left. They say the four genres that still have originality left in Hollywood are horror, comedy, sci-fi, and uh, animation. Animation, I think, is it's always going to... I never have a problem with animation. Right. Pixar is always going to put out an original story. It's always going to be great, you know, like, or at least yeah. good. Yeah. Seems. DreamWorks is another one, I feel. I don't know. <laughs> you sound defeated, Harvey. <laughs> no. You have no thoughts on this? I, I don't I don't think I agree with that, though. I think that, I don't know. I think it depends on what you consider an original story. Um, I think that, I think every genre has potential for an original story. Oh, yeah. It's just to the degree that it is original, everything is sort of rehashed from something. But in terms of like simple remakes, uh, I think we're just at a time right now where people probably feel comforted by so, remakes and pe- and the businesses feel safe by uh, remaking them. Um, you're, you're right. I, I'm, so are you saying no, it's a phase or you think that's... I think it's partial, partially a phase. And I also think that, I mean, time is linear. So the further we get in time, the more content that, or stories there will be in the past so the more shit people will have to pull from in in the present if that makes sense yeah 
Like the further we go, the older we get, the more original stories people will be able to bring back to us. And I think we're just at a time right now where there's like so much shit that people can remake, and it's also kind of popular right now. That so we just need to wait for them to remake everything. I mean, but then by that time comes they're gonna start remaking the original stuff that exists today. I think it'll die down <laughs> at some point. Nostalgia. I feel like I think I think we're like peak nostalgia right now. Like every yeah, you're right. Like we haven't for, been like doing this that long. So there's nothing to be too worried about. When you think about it, just like... It's just a bummer that we know that Disney, for the next couple of years, is going to be relying on this method because Aladdin just broke, like, is like, what, for Memorial Day weekend, they're like number just five. Wait for, from, like, wait for the Lion King. Dude, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they're just, they're going to be like, you know what, let's just keep re-releasing all these older movies and make them live action. And it works and we'll make us money. And it sucks because I feel like it's overshadowing just like more interesting stories that could be told, even if it's not as good. Even if it's like let's but say they, let's say they... let's say Aladdin was like a five star fucking movie, right? It's like but but you have this like weird not weird, but if you have this other interesting story that could be told, but it's probably gonna be like what, a three star film. I hate to just use numbers like this, but I'm just trying to say like I would rather see that three star movie just because it's trying something different rather right. than to see the safe five star movie, like seeing the safe Marvel movie, seeing the safe Star Wars movie. Actually, Star Wars movies are never safe. They're fucking the most like volatile like, movie franchise but they're that always Disney owns right money, now. Though. But they're always gonna make money. Yeah, they're always going to make money. So they're, it's, they're they're safe in that regard. So yeah. what I'm saying is like safe from a business standpoint. I mean, we have uh, like I feel like just ten years ago you could put any well known actor in an action movie that's original story. Like Liam Neeson after Taken, you could you could put him in a, a new action movie right after that movie came out, and it would be one of the biggest movies. Man, but now were, he's in like all these action movies and nobody fucking watches them. Yeah. That's a great point. I just realized that Liam Neeson was an action star at one point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that's all it took. You, you just put a Bruce Willis or like a or, or Keanu anything. Reeves, right? After the Matrix, like he could he could be in a lot of things, but um, and the Matrix is one of those movies, is like kind of an original. I mean, it's not original. Didn't they steal that idea? Well, yeah. Was it, there was was I talking to you about this? Yeah, that, that, but, I think that. But idea it's wasn't not a re- remake. Yeah, it's, it's it's influenced by something, but it's not like a remake. Yeah, and I'd be fine with just what even more stuff like that, that. But yeah, I think Matrix is probably some Japanese hey, man. shit they stole. Jupiter Ascending. That shit got a two. I think I gave it. I gave it a really low score. But fuck, man, like <laughs> no, that movie they really was, shot for the stars in that one. They no, really they didn't. Did. <laughs> that was one of the worst things I've ever Dude, seen. They, they they just threw everything in the kitchen sink. Everything in that film, they're like, "Is like, what can we put in this?" It what tasted like a fucking dirty kitchen sink, <laughs> dude. But you know what? They tried, I guess. Dude, it was terrible. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a worse movie in theaters. Actually, but I probably have. Not far, uh, no, I think I've definitely have seen worse. It, it's just uh, that movie was just incomprehensible. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Uh, I don't know, man. It's like an interesting. It's interesting concept where like topic just because you know we can still have the same conversation i, think, five I just years missed from now. the day when people was it ever like a to- yeah well people are like oh i know that guy he's funny i'm seeing that like i like those days or oh that yeah. guy kicks ass i'm seeing that like like You're just like wait like for vin that. diesel you know he could be in a he, he could be triple x and like oh i'm going to see that because it's fucking vin diesel <clears throat> remember when vin diesel was an action star <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's a what is he now? A he's nothing just, star. He's just he's just he is 
he is just fast and furious that f- whole and franchise. Even that, I mean, he's he doesn't. Those don't come out that often to where he can't do other stuff. Hey man, he makes, like he, makes, movies. he makes that check and that's all he needs to live off of. He's yeah. like, I'm good. I don't have to do shit. No, um, I, I mean, I guess you're right. It's like those those were different times, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, it's I not like it's him, like back in the day. Like it was like it was man. It's like what five, less than five years ago. It was like this weird point when I think it all started with Harry Potter. I think it might be Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, who's to blame? I think it's Harry Potter. Thinking back on it. I'm blaming Harry Potter. I think we're to blame. Well, yeah, we are to blame. But we are to blame. But I'm I, just like, which one? But what, what was the franchise? Or what, what was the thing that did it? Where it's just like, I feel like it was Harry Potter. That was when the biggest why the, movie y, the YA stories used to start coming out, like fucking Twilight, and you know, like yeah. there, people were just like remaking books and just trying to capitalize on that. I was in graphic design uh, in college, and we had to make infographics. I wish I had access to it, but I went and compiled all the data. Uh, for remakes and how I even like did all the math myself, like out of like a year of like when the most uh grossing movie was an original or a remake, it, it went like this: like remake, remake, or no, no, original, original, remake, remake, remake. <laughs> Uh, and just from one year on, it just became all remakes, and you can see it on a graph. And I made all the graphs and stuff, but yeah, I was kind of like thinking about that when I thought of this topic. Like, it's crazy how the 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 data shows the proof is in the pudding, you know. So, this is going to be a long winter. How long do you think we have to survive? We got another five, ten years. Um, oh, do you think? Do you think it won't stop until Disney remakes everything in their catalog? <laughs> yeah, they might. They start remake. Like, what if they remake Finding Nemo? Like in like ten years, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? They do a live action, live Finding action Nemo. Finding Nemo. Some dude, <laughs> oh, no. just real fish, animated real fish. Oh my god! <clears throat> Still not a live action. It's fucking animated. It's just animated. <laughs> just looks real. Uh, How the fuck you get fish to talk? They fucking just do the... Remember that one? What was it? Look Who's Talking? Where they just kind of like... They didn't move their lips or anything. It was just they, like... If they're going to do it, they just do it like Homeward Bound, man. Oh, I haven't seen that shit in forever. No no mouths moving. They just like telepathically talk. <laughs> well, just know that this is never going to end. And we're going to keep giving all these I don't know. We'll people see. our money. Disney, take more of my money. You can have it, apparently. All right. Well, I think we got to play a game now. So we're going to play Get Wrecked. It's a game where uh, we roll a uh, whatever sided die fucking Steve wants to give us. Usually a 12-sided die, but uh, the person who rolls the lowest number uh, has to assign a movie to the person who... Or, sorry, the person who rolls the highest number has to assign... What the fuck is that, dice? I'm not going to give you this die. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, Steve. That is, this is a percentage die. All right. Is that a 12? Yeah. All right. We're doing the 12 side. So the person who rolls the highest number gives a movie to the person who rolls the lowest number. Harvey had bad luck with the 12 side. Yeah. I mean, I think Harvey's immune from losing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing you could have rolled. I also think Harvey won. Yeah, I think, yeah, Harvey doesn't get to lose. He can't lose again. Because he lost, and we made that rule, and then... 
now he's this, the winner. This is like the thing is like if you <laughs> if he would have got like a six or seven, I would have been like, no, nah, you can still play. But he got a one. I'm like, no, we can't do this, <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right, well, Harvey, you win. We just have to roll to see who actually gets the movie. Nine. Ooh, a one. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. That's interesting. That is interesting. Why? Because it it's either I give Steve a movie or Harvey gives Steve a movie. I'll let Harvey give me a movie. No, you guys have the roll. Oh, I thought he won automatically. No, it's a tiebreaker. Oh. If you if you roll Wait, would it be? I was I was gonna just give him the win. No, I think it's a tiebreaker. It's up to you, man. How how should we do this, Harvey? It doesn't matter to me. Alright, Harvey, give Steve a movie. Yeah, just give me a movie. I feel like I feel like you you lost multiple times in a row. Steve's not ready for a star is born yet, so I'll wait till next week. I'm never I'm never gonna watch it, don't worry, man. What are we doing? You would you won. With a one? Yeah, we we can't we can't you can't lose again. Like it's a, it just can't happen again. Well, I know that, but I was gonna see who who won. Do you want? But I, I mean, I don't care. I'd, I'd rather. I say you just give Steve a movie. That's the easiest thing to do. Okay. I'll take the L. Yeah, take that L. Give him a wa- stop watching his dumb anime. Shit's great. All right, Steve. I'm gonna give you a a little movie from my from my past. Ooh. It's called The Namesake. From 2007? I think it came out in 2006. Oh. Um, Reaching into the vault. Yeah. Uh, That's our new rule now, guys. We all have to pick movies from 2007. This was a uh, formative movie for me in high school. It uh, it spoke a lot to my experience. Kyle Penn? <laughs> yeah. It stars Kyle Penn. One of the more serious uh, oh, I've dramatic heard of roles. This. Frank Conn? Yeah. All right. Oh, I know this movie. Yeah. Is there? All right, all right, all right. That's all right. interesting. Is there? Is there something about this movie? I mean, yeah, there's something about it. No, I mean, like, is there like a? Is there another version of it? I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Some some's ringing like. Weird bells. I remember this, but um, all right, cool. Namesake. Yep. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Get a serious role from Cal Penn. I haven't seen it in probably over a decade, but hopefully, uh, hopefully it holds up. Like I remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in with an open mind and an open heart. You better. All right, cool. Steve will be watching the namesake. We'll be watching fucking Godzilla next week. Uh, stay tuned for that. I guess I'm probably gonna have to. Is this related to the previous Godzilla? I would imagine so. Yeah, it is. So they're, because the it, they're building up to the the because they're it's a cinematic universe. So I gotta check this out. Huh? I gotta yeah. check out the because uh, the next one is Godzilla versus King Kong, and should, Adam Wingard is directing mom. that. So all right, I'll I'll try to <laughs> squeeze in this fucking movie. It's I'll, at least not a uh, a chore. The the, the Godzilla, the, the first one? Yeah. It's All a right. pretty good movie. I mean, I like anything with Brian Cranston. There's like some nice visual, fucking a lot of vi- nice visuals in that film. A lot of like scenes just really beautifully shot. We'll yeah. see about that. I'm trying to remember, like I'm specifically remember, there was like the, the, the Halo drop scene where they're all falling into this, 
dude. Yeah, yeah this is one scene in the movie. It's pretty fucking dope. I'm a big fan of that guy, um, Gareth Edwards. Okay. And he does something very interesting that I think people don't give him enough credit for. Yeah, he made monsters for like no money. Yeah. Just driving around in a van with a three-person crew. And pretty he, impressive. And he does the same thing he does in Monster with this film, which is people. I don't know why they gave him shit for that. I thought it was a really interesting take on the on the whole like like monster movie or like giant monster movie. Uh, I'll scope it out. All right, cool. I'm being assigned a movie almost as well, Steve. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, all right, cool. Uh, let's let's wrap it up then. Yeah, make sure to check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and then uh, check out our website, dotherightfilm.com, and uh, make sure to leave a review on iTunes and let us know if you like the episode. And stay tuned for a review of uh, Godzilla. Also, if you like the Latin. And you don't think I'm too crazy for giving it a whopping three stars? Let me know because I need closure. I need it. I need the closure. Uh, and with that being said, thanks for listening. And uh, what do we need, Steve? A life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs>